Blog Talk Radio. The following is a disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the Roman Show Network, its management, or other advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, children across the... Oh, fuck it. Let's go off script. It's time for a reality check. The most real talk show on the net is back and better than ever. Covering all and everything with pro wrestling. The curse. The past. And especially, the future of pro wrestling. We'll talk overcoming struggles from the independents to pros and news from all around the wrestling world. We have no filter, so controversy is always welcome. This is your reality check. Hello, folks, and welcome to another great edition of Reality Check Radio. I am your host with the most. I'm talking about myself, George Alonso. And, of course, I am together here with my sister from another mister, Christina. And we're bringing you the most real talk show, of course, on the net, Reality Check Radio. What a great edition of Reality Check we have here set for you folks. You have, you do not want to change that channel because we have a mega, mega lineup right here tonight on Reality Check, plus some very, very controversial topics that we have set for you today. Uh, Christina, how are you doing? I am doing great. Now, you may be the host with the most, but I'm the co-host with way more than that. Wait, 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 wait. Time out. You have way more than what? Whatever it is that you have, that you think you have, I have way more than that. Charisma, personality, intelligence, beauty, all of it and more. Listen, you, you say you're the best, but let me just say for the record... You can stay with the best all you want, but you can't be the greatest like I am. <laughs> so mm-hmm. basically, you know, we we all have to admit how beautiful and gorgeous I am and, and the fact that all these women line up for me and, you know, even straight guys turn gay for me. So come on. It, <laughs> it, it, it's a, I feel like this only so, happens when you're sleeping. You know, in your you, dreams. You, you think of these things, you wake up in your reality, and it's just it's not the same. You, you see what she did there, folks? Uh, she kind of, like, plugged reality. I did. <laughs> I did. Look at that. I'm already better at my job than you are. <laughs> okay, you, you know what? We're just going to keep on moving. So, guys, welcome to another edition. Guys, let's first talk uh, talk about our guests. We have some mega, mega superstars coming on our sh- our show today, including New York's own Evander James will be here, formerly known as EA James, a uh, very, very big popular star up in New York. And then, of course, we have 
BCW superstar. He's going to be appearing at the BCW show upcoming uh, Christmas with a Vengeance. He's internationally known and from known from in the entire United States. Wrestled in CZW. I'm talking about David Starr, the product. David Starr will be here on the show a little later today. What, Great, great show uh, lined up. Now, also, guys, let, let's talk about topics. Of course, everyone's going into WWE Raw today. But before we start talking about Raw, Christina, there's one thing I want to get off my chest, my dear. And that is something that might even pop up today on Raw, because we all know how this man is. He, he doesn't just let things die down. He will speak his mind on the matter, or at least clue it somewhere in his promo. And that is the man I'm talking about is Kevin Owens. If there's one thing that's going on right now in the wrestling world is basically that's going haywire is about Kevin Owens basically verbally attacking a seven-year-old and his mother going onto social media and emailing the WWE of how upset she was about the matter. Where shall I begin? Let me just say for the fact you know, let me throw this out there, not to break kayfabe, not to break uh, Kevin Owens' his character, but the one thing that a lot of people don't know is Kevin Owens is a huge family man. He loves his kids. He loves his wife. As a matter of fact, there was even times when he was saying, I'm going to deactivate my Twitter just because of everyone, you know, attacking him and his family. You know, so basically... Yeah, and finally, when he's doing his job, people get upset. You cannot, you know, you cannot combine the Kevin Owens, the person, to the Kevin Owens, the character. Kevin Owens, the character, is a massive bad guy, and he was doing his job. And the fact that he's being bashed for doing his job is kind of like me going to McDonald's and saying, hey, I'm going to bash you for being a cashier. You know, it's just that simple. And and being as a former McDonald's employee, that happens all the time. Well, well, you know that. that well, listen, I worked at GameStop many many years ago, and a lot of people was not happy that I didn't give them discounts, that I didn't give them this, that I didn't give them that. But it's kind of comparison. You like people would never understand from the other side, and what I mean in this case, where in the Kevin Owens case, where they're fans and he's a worker, no one will ever understand that what his job is. And the fans are always going to be verbal about that, you know, and it, it is a very, very sad truth. You know, I, listen, I never disrespect a cashier, a, a salesman, a telemarketer, a whatever, because I know that they're only doing their job. I decline them, you know, I decline services like telemarketing, but I never disrespect them because they're doing their job. So why in the world should Kevin Owens be disrespected and bashed and complained about if he's doing his job as a bad guy, which is very rarely seen in the wrestling world, Christina? I, I agree. Uh, I think we should give a little backstory on it for the, the listeners who may not be aware as to what's happening. Um, basically, there was a young child, probably, what, eight, nine years old, went to a wrestling show with his mother, Kevin, you know, he's a giant wrestling fan, has a bunch of, you know, T-shirts, action figures, all the like. Uh, Kevin Owens is one of his favorites, but he happens to be wearing a Roman Reigns show to that particular show. Kevin Owens comes down the ramp, sees, sees the kid in the Roman Reigns shirt, 
and says that, you know, since he's wearing a Roman Reigns shirt, that he's not allowed to touch Kevin Owens, that he would never be allowed to wear a Kevin Owens T-shirt, and basically, you know, just talk smack to the kid like a great heel does. But the mom, in my opinion, probably is not savvy to the way that wrestling characters work. So she took it as mm-hmm. a personal attack and took offense to it and went on social media bashing the WWE, bashing Kevin Owens for this because her son was heartbroken after the show. Now, I can understand mm-hmm. that being eight, nine years old, you look up to these, these wrestlers as, like, larger-than-life characters. They're your superheroes. They're your TV stars. So, you know, for him to be personally attacked like that, he doesn't, he's only eight, nine years old, but he doesn't fully understand what that is, and neither does she. Yep. Now, I am on yeah. Kevin Owens' side, because if you're a heel, that's what you do. You talk smack to kids that are wearing your opponent's T-shirts. You rip up their signs. You know, Chris Jericho did the same thing. Like, he wouldn't give, you know, he was being the, the true heel back in 08. You know, he wouldn't mm-hmm. sign autographs for kids if they came up to him. He ripped signs. You know, he would do all of that. And that's what made people just hate him. Like, make them seethe through their teeth with hate for them. But that is their job. Mm-hmm. That, that's how they get, you know, the fans invested and, you know, in their storylines and their matches because they hate them so much they really want to make them lose. And that's what wrestling business is. That's how you get people watching. That's how you sell tickets. That's how you make your yep. money, and that's how you make your name. And this woman doesn't understand it. And, you know, Kevin Owens, being the great person he is on Twitter, if you've never followed him on Twitter, please, I do suggest going. And he posted on Twitter about it, and I will quote it, him saying, uh, a wrestler told my son not to touch him. I'm completely heartbroken. Well, not really, but if I complain, maybe I'll get free stuff. And that is, you know, that's Kevin Owens, you know, as the character, you know. You know, you mentioned Kevin Owens as, you know, a real-life guy, being such a family man, and he is. But a lot of people can't separate the character from the real life. Just like with movie stars or TV stars or even musicians, they can't separate the, the persona on television versus the guy in real life. A hundred percent agreed. Now, now let me just say this for for the record for any parents who are tuning in. I'm not saying that what the mom did was bad. I'm like that she's a bad parent. I'm not saying that. Okay, I'm not saying she's a bad parent that she should learn better, better par- parenting. Blah blah blah. Like a lot of people are going out of their way of on social media and say, hey, she should be a better parent. But all I'm saying is this. I'm not going to go that far, but all I'm saying is this, because by research, you know, the case of accidents at home has increased when it comes to wrestling accidents at home from the ages of 5 to 12. You know, parents should be the ones, not saying that you have to be a fan of this product, but parents should be at least there for at least, Raw's what, a three-hour program, maybe at least for an hour to to at least supervise the kid, you know, for the first hour that they're watching or the se- second or two hours, however they want, at least to get to know the product, know what what the product is all about, know the characters, know that, oh, this guy's a bad guy, this guy's a good guy, or this girl's a guy, bad guy and this girl's a good guy. You know, just like you watch superhero movies, you know, Superman is the good guy and, and, and then you got other guys like Doomsday, that's the bad guy, or Lex Luthor. 
You know, that's mm-hmm. the things you learn. And then when your kid comes up to you and says, Mommy, why is Doomsday bad or, or why is Lex Luthor bad, then you can explain to them as a parent, hey, that's what bad guys do. They try to end the good guy. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. You know, I'm not saying you're a bad parent. I'm just saying make the sacrifice for your kid, whether you're a fan or not. Because now that seven-year-old, I bet you I could, I, I could read you what exactly happened after that. The seven-year-old probably started crying to his mom and saying, hey, why did he disrespect me? Why did he disrespect me? Why did, you know, crying, crying the little boy's out, eyes out, you know, and, and shoot. If I was that seven-year-old boy, I would, I would too. And the mom would have nothing to say. <laughs> the mom would not know anything to say because she did not do her, you know, her research on the product. My dad was never a fan of the product, Christina. My, my father was never a fan of the WWF when he used to take me and my sister. But he used to still go and just to say he knows what this thing is. Because I used to ask him about the Macho King Randy Savage. I used to ask him about Greg the Hammer Van Valentine, and he would tell me, oh, he, they're just bad guys, son. So what happened between then and now, Christina? Explain to me that. I, like, I don't want to like, talk smack about the mother because I don't think it's necessarily her fault, and I don't believe this in any negative way, so listeners, please don't take this in a negative way. I just feel like maybe she's just ignorant towards the product. You know, I grew up wrestling, watching wrestling with my brother and my stepdad. Now, my mom knew what it was, but she never really gave it the time of day, and she still doesn't. Like, she still doesn't believe that I'm still, like, a gigantic wrestling fan. And, you know, and I, just, I don't think that maybe, you know, she did what she could for her son and took him to a wrestling mm-hmm. show. And, you mm-hmm. know, she did what she wanted for her kid to make him happy, and I don't think she knew what she was walking into. You know, like, you can yeah. kind of, oddly enough, compare it to maybe, like, a horror movie where, like, you know, if you know, the Boogeyman or Freddy Krueger or something scares the kids, the parents can go, it's just a movie, it's not real. But I don't exactly. think that she, you know, it's, it's like basically the same thing. I know it's a little bit of an odd, like, analogy, but it's basically kind of the same thing, but I don't think she really knew what she was walking into. I don't think she knew what she was getting herself into with that. And that's fine. That's fine. Like, you know, yeah. you learn. You, you know, now she has an experience and now she knows. Now she can tell her kids that thing. I mean, should it, should he, should, oh, sorry. Should she have told them earlier? Yeah, but she probably just didn't know, you know? And that's fine. Exactly. It'll blow over. And, you know, in a few years, that kid is going to be ecstatic and be like, oh, Kevin Owens, like, yelled at me and, and talked crap about me. Like, you know, if I was him, like, yeah, I would be upset. I would cry, you know, if Shawn Michaels did that, did that thing to me, you know? talk crap about me, yelled at me, you know, if I was, you know, wearing a diesel shirt or something when they were feuding. Yeah. I would be heartbroken. I'd be devastated. Shawn Michaels is my favorite. But, you know, down the line, that is, like, a badge of honor. Not a lot of kids get to experience, like, a wrestler, like, talking crap to them like that, you know? Yep. So, I... Yep. For me, this is a blessing in disguise for this kid. Whether he realizes it now or not, down the line, he will. It's a blessing, guys. And I, <laughs> I was I about to say that. that. 
I, I was about to tell you the same thing, Christina. Watch that 10 years down the road when he's 17 or 18 years old. He's going to look back at this video clip, and he's going to say, Mom, that was me. <laughs> and yeah. Just like, you remember, you remember, oh, my God. Do you remember the angry little girl from The Miz when The Miz won the championship from Randy Orton? <laughs> Oh, yeah. She's famous. That's going to be her Facebook profile picture whenever she gets Facebook, even if she has one already. That's going to be her profile picture forever. Oh, yeah. But do you remember that a couple weeks, I think it was a week or two after, that they invited her to be a raw guest? You know, I'm just just saying. Like, I wouldn't, you know, if they could just put me in the front row and have every single wrestler talk shit about me and yell at me, rip my sign, anything, kick <laughs> my face, do it. If I can come back as a guest next week or in a few weeks after that, do it. Sure, I'll this do is it. coming. This is coming from the person that took Joey Ryan's lollipop. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll do no, it again in go- January. I don't know about that because I think Millie's going to be going after that lollipop herself. So there might be a cat fight here. But uh, uh, but here's my question now, Christina, because we both know, like you and I both know as, as uh, active wrestling fans but also as wrestling journalists, that basically that Kevin Owens is not a guy that will keep his mouth shut, especially if something turns this big. We already seen him you know, like how you mentioned earlier, go on to Twitter about the situation. Now, do you think he's going to maybe kind of uh, clue it in or kind of shoot it in somewhere in his promos tonight on Raw? Oh, 100%. He may not directly um, talk about it, but I'm sure he'll throw like a little one-liner, a little cider about it. Maybe him, him and Chris Jericho will do a little promo about it. I'm all for it. He'd be dumb not to do it. That's money. That's mm. people talking about it. People talking about him. Why wouldn't he do it? You're in the business of people oh, yeah. wanting to talk about you. Of course he's going to do it, 100%. Oh, yeah. Now, mind you, last week, guys, we were announced on Raw that, again, we're going to see another match between Charlotte and Sasha Banks, this time in a 30-minute Iron Man match. Uh, and also today, finally, I believe, is the debuting Emelina. Finally, after weeks and weeks of, you know, of premiering soon, we're going to see the return of the Australian star, Emma. Now, if there's one person that is extremely excited about the return of Emma, is me. <laughs> because no guys, no listeners, I know what you're all saying. Oh, you're a guy. You think he, she's hot. Listen, I know she's hot, but I'm not one of those typical men fans that just look at women wrestling just because of the TNA, okay? I've always respected women's wrestling. As a matter of fact, that's why we've made the Women's Wrestling Appreciation Nights here on Reality Check Radio starting next month. Uh, So the reason I'm very excited about Emma is because she was one of the first few to ever be signed to the WWE in the new era that actually had talent. You know, her, Paige, Charlotte, Bailey, you know, all those were the first era women and I cannot wait to see what she does on her, upon her return here tonight, especially with this new gimmick of Emmalina. So, Christina, are, are you excited as I am? Oh, I am completely excited. Um, I don't know what storyline they're going to take with her. I don't know who they're going to put her with. Um, in my head, I feel like it should either be Bailey, because Bailey hasn't really done anything since Survivor Series. 
And I think yep. Bailey, Bailey needs a feud. Bailey needs a storyline. She needs a feud really bad. And Bailey is way too talented and way too much of a crowd favorite to just be kind of being lost in the shuffle. That's, you know, that's money they're losing out on by not having her not necessarily be main eventing because that's Sasha and Charlotte right now, but to have mm-hmm. her be a prominent face in Raw. Raw is a three-hour show. How can they not find the time? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I completely agreed. Now, basically, I, I'm extremely, like I said, you know, we're both extremely excited to see the rebranding of Emma today as Emma Lena. Uh, another person, another thing I cannot wait to see is where is this cruiserweight feud going? Because obviously, we already saw the seeds being planted last week on 205 Live between Rich Swan, Brian Kendrick, and the former champion T.J. Perkins. So I'm going to go ahead and say I think they're building for a three-way dance uh, coming up in their pay-per-view roadblock, and I feel like that match is going to steal the show. You have a veteran, you have a high flyer, and you have a a submission, you know, specialist. I I feel like that match is going to steal the show, uh, Christina. Oh, 100%. I've I've been a fan of Brian Kendrick since, like, his Spanky days, if you can remember that, you know, when he was doing the rap battles with John Cena. Uh, which I love, by the way. If you've never seen those, please go on YouTube. Please do yourself a favor and go on YouTube and look that up because it's great. Um, but, yeah, I am definitely excited. I think all three are outstanding competitors, outstanding in the ring. I am excited. Uh, you know, I am very happy for, for which Rich won, uh winning the championship. I kind of wish Brian Kendrick would have held it a little bit longer to, you know, build a little mm-hmm. bit more of a feud and a little bit more of a storyline. But the way it's going now, I can't 100% complain. I'm not going to be one of those wrestling fans, but as soon as Raw, you know, Raw or SmackDown or 205 Live goes off the air, I'm going to go onto Twitter and I'm going to complain about it because that's the hot mm-hmm. thing that, you know, wrestling fans do. They just love to complain. Which, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I, I, I complain about some things. I complain about the booking of, of certain storylines or, you know, the promos or, or the writing. You know, there's always things to complain about, but this is not one of them in my opinion. Just, just enjoy the ride. Enjoy it for what it is. You know, you got three yep. competitors that are fantastic in the ring, and they're always a joy to watch. So just shut up and sit down and watch it. Stop complaining. <laughs> Agreed. And uh, thank you very much to uh, Mr. Raymond Sanchez, who just uh, messaged me on, on Facebook, saying that they have already announced it will be a triple threat between Brian Kendrick, Rich Swan, and TJ Perkins. Man, this is going to be an amazing, amazing match. Like, I, I really cannot wait to see the chemistry in there. Obviously, Brian Kendrick, being the veteran of the three, you know, will be carrying the match, you know, as a veteran should. But don't count TJ Perkins and Rich Swan out because those guys have stolen the show and every single caliber they can, from the Cruiserweight Classic to the Independence to now the WWE. And I cannot wait to see what they're going to do tonight on Raw because today, like literally, this has been the one feud that has stapled the Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, aside from, of course, I, I think now they're also doing a, a feud between uh, Aria Davari and, and uh, Jack. Gallagher, which is actually my favorite cruiserweight thus far, I have to say. So, uh, Christina, we're going to continue talking about the cruiserweights in just a minute, but it's now time to talk to our first guest. Are you ready? Oh, born ready. 
<laughs> All right. Well, guys, we're about to open up the line to one of the best New York professional wrestlers today. He actually has a very big heart for this business. He's only been in the business for about two years, and the guy is already making name, a name for himself in that state. I am talking about the one and the only, of course, I'm speaking of Mr. Evander James. Mr. James, are you there? Hey, guys, how's everything Good, good, Mr. James. How are you? Doing fantastic. What's up? Yeah, you sound very, very tired. It sounds like you just came back from the gym, man. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I've been at the gym a lot, getting ready for Saturday. Yeah, I know uh, it's, uh, of course, the House of Glory coming up on December 17th, their six-year anniversary show, correct? That is very correct. Because this Saturday, we're not only having the Hardys, the Dudley Boys will be there as well. Uh, and what a show that has to be. Guys, if you haven't purchased your tickets, make sure you go real, real fast before they sell out. I actually went onto their website today, and most, most of their tickets are already sold out, folks. Make sure you take your time to enter their website right now, hogwrestling.com, and purchase your tickets for this Saturday's event, the six-year anniversary. Evander, I have to also ask you, my friend, uh, let, let me just ask you this. Because last month there was a slap that was heard all over, you know, the wrestling world when you slapped Brian XL, you know, in the hog ring. Uh, That has made, like, airwaves since that happened. Can you tell us what's going to to happen coming up in the six-year anniversary show? I'm glad you asked. The thing about it is, after slapping Brian, he seems to be ducking me. Because this Saturday I'm facing Rude Boy Raleigh and not Brian XL. I don't understand what's up, what's up with that, but because Ruben Rouse in my match, unfortunately for him, he has to deal with the ultimate challenger, Evander James. Huh. Well, jeez. Uh, so you're, basically your target is still on, uh, like how you're saying, on Brian XL. You're just saying Brian XL right now is, is avoiding you. And, and, again, one of the reasons why this has made so much airwaves is because, as, as we all know, Brian XL, it doesn't work as much uh, as he used to anymore. And on top of that, he, he's a Christian man. So a lot of people took this not just as a professional challenge from you, uh, Mr. James, but they took it as a personal jab uh, from you and sh- your manager, Shapiro. So for those people who are talking about you and what you did last month, what do you have to say about that? Well, Brian's first mistake was trying to interfere with business I was trying to handle a while back because when a, ref- a certain referee cost me a match against Smiley, I had to make an example out of him. Hmm. And what exactly? So basically, your your main note was to make an example of of Brian Excel. That's what you're saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Huh. Wow. Well, now that you speak about examples, also, Mr. James, you know, on on a personal level, you know, you you were born and raised 
in New York. Uh, it, one of the hotbeds of professional wrestling, man. Uh, as a matter of fact, the, the best wrestling always happened in New York, uh, dating back to the WWWF uh, when they worked out of Madison Square Garden. Uh, Mr. James, when you established your career in New York, you know, with not just Hog but many other organizations that you worked for, uh, being in this hotbed, did that put any pressure on yourself? Actually, no, it did not because it, was, it gave me an opportunity to work everywhere. It gave me a chance to show my face any place that's willing to book me. Uh, and and what, what, how do you feel like when, when it comes to the wrestling terminology is what I'm looking for? What do you think like some wrestlers are, are lacking nowadays, uh, being you're, you're only two years in the business, what do you think are, uh, they're lacking nowadays to make sure that they get those bookings? Because you're a hungry individual. I'm not going to take that away from you. But, you know, that's you. What do you think is lack, uh, lacking out of the other ones? Well, nowadays, apparently, anybody can be a wrestler. What most people are lacking is their bodies. They, don't, they lack physique, which is myself. So, okay. So basically, the the physique is what you think they're lacking. Do you, do you feel like wrestlers should be more vocal even on social media on, on these days when it comes to, uh, to, to get themselves these bookings? Correct. They must promote themselves all the time. They always must promote themselves, always, no matter what, day, day in, day out. And again, two years in the business, you're already even training some of the up-and-coming stars of, of, of uh, you know, the future. Uh, what do you see in the future class of, of professional wrestling? Because, again, you're two years in, you know, into the business, Mr. James. You know, people are now coming in, not saying that you're going to retire anytime soon because you're still super young, but, you know, this is the future that you're training, so when you are gone, you know, the, the – the business lands on them. What do you see with the future of wrestling now? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Training? Training who? Well, you, you're not training, but you're helping. Like, you're, you're giving advice to these young kids. Oh, okay. Well, the best advice I could tell anybody is just keep their mouth shut and just travel everywhere. Never stop. Always have that hunger. That, bro, that, that is definitely very, very good advice. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have to transfer over my microphone to my next host here, uh, which is Miss Christina. So if I have anything else uh, that I want to ask, Mr. James, I will definitely uh, ask after Christina's done. But, Christina, go ahead. Take it, uh, take it away. Well, first of all, Mr. James, thank you for coming on Reality Check Radio. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you for taking thank the time know. out and being here with us. Um, but, yeah, just like George had mentioned, uh, you growing up in New York, which is, you know, a hotbed of professional wrestling, like it is down south for us in Florida, um, like who was your, you know, there were so many people in New York to look up to. Like who was your, like, inspiration into, you know, you know getting into the business? Well, growing up, believe it or not, um, I, I spent most of my time going to, to small local feds. And then until, until, I, until I was able to travel other places to watch watch people on TV. Um, well, as I was growing up, uh, I was a big I was a big fan of Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, uh, even Amazing Red, who is my trainer at House of Glory. And and now with you being a part of House of Glory, you know, with the sixth anniversary coming up, 
Um, and you being a part of these events that, you know, have featured the likes of, like, Cody Rhodes, Shay, our small special guest of last week, Will Ospreay, and now, you know, with the sixth anniversary coming up, and now with the Hardys, which I am a personal huge fan of, and also the Dudleys, <laughs> what does that mean to you being a part of, of shows like that with the caliber of stars, you know, like yourself as well, but what does that mean to you? How do you feel about that? I'm glad you asked. The fact that I'm able to be on the shows, I may not be wrestling some of these big names on the show, but the fact that I'm on the show with them shows how much trust House of Glory has in me. Hmm. And, you know, that also helps, you know, with, you know, with getting your name out there and, you know, being, you know, kind of, you know, being a professional wrestler, it's kind of almost like being your own boss where you do have to promote yourself. Like you are the sole reason why it may or may not work out. Because you have to be, you know, you have to promote yourself. You have to be on social media constantly, you know, getting the word out and letting people know of all of these events. Um, yep. And you also, uh, you, you know, you just mentioned that the reason why maybe some guys are not getting up, you know, the tier is because of their physique. Now, you also had a, you know, a bit of a struggle with your physique as well, and you kind of turned that around. Now, you know, what did you know, what was that the, like defining moment when you were just like, I need to just I need to step this up, I need to get in better shape. Like what is you know, what do you what are your thoughts on that? Because especially in New York City, there's some people that won't look at you, don't care what you where you come from, they like don't care what you do. If you don't have a certain look, they'll just look right past you. No matter what, no matter how you see things, no matter how good you think you're better than anybody else, if you don't have a certain look for them to have to give them a reason why they should have you on this show. There's no reason for them to put you on their show. And the fact that mm-hmm. it is, the biggest problem about it is that when I saw myself, I, I was getting nowhere because of the way I looked. Being almost 265 pounds, wearing a tank top where I go in the ring, it, it wasn't professional. So I, what I did was I made myself look and became a professional wrestler. And, you know, now hmm. that, George, you have something to say? No, 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 because I, I heard, uh, like, I, sorry for butting in here, Christina. It, it's just that I, I needed to ask this uh, one thing, because you did mention the best and all that stuff. Um, one thing, and now with training and, and so on and so forth, I have to shoot this, uh, this question in before, before I forget it later, Mr. James. And, and again, Christina, I'm very sorry for cutting into your conversation. By the way, but basically, uh, basically, you know, there's one thing that, it, you know, that really a lot of wrestlers don't like, and that's when, you know, the fans are telling you guys how to act or how to, how to wrestle. And one thing right now is that's going crazy on social media is the Kevin Owens issue. And I know you don't like the fans, Mr. James. I know. I know that you've turned on them and et cetera. But you as a fellow let's call it heel for wrestling terminology. Uh, what do you have to say about the ongoing issue with the Kevin Owens and the seven-year-old kid right now? To be honest, my honest opinion, at the end of the day, Kevin Owens is just a man doing his job. That's it. Hmm. Simple as that. He's told, he's told what to do. He goes out there and do it. The fans get upset. Hey, he's done his job. Yeah. Simple as that. He- Secrets. He didn't put his hands on no fan. He didn't put his hands on no fan and nothing like that. He did his job. Yeah, I, I have to agree. We were just talking about that, Christina. Remember how we were just saying the same thing? Oh, I have to so, agree. You know, you just like I said, you know, being you being a heel, 
you have to make people hate you. That is your job. And what other better way for people to hate you than to, you know, talk shit about a little kid? That's the best way. And the, and the fact is, and the fact is, look, and the fact is, what is spreading right now? The fact is, what is spreading right now? People, people know, people who don't know who he is know who he is now. That's what every wrestler is doing. Hundred percent. That is, you know, that is another thing about being a professional wrestler. You're, you're a boss. You got to get your name out there. You got to promote yourself. And what better way than to, you know, I'm not saying attack a seven-year-old, but you know, for lack of a better term, that's what it is. Hello. Now, Mr. James, like, would you ever consider yourself going that far into, you know, doing that to a young child? In your opinion, do you think that's too far, or is that something that you would do in a heartbeat to get more heat on you? Uh, I I think we lost Mr. James actually. Uh, yeah, uh, we lost connection with uh, Mr. Evander James. We do apologize for that. This is live radio, folks. <laughs> where there's nothing I can do about that. Uh, Hmm. Okay. Things happen. Well, (laughs) yeah, it is. So we'll just wait to see if he calls back, uh, see what happens there, uh, folks. But we do apologize. Uh, Of course, uh, if he calls back, he calls back. And there he is, uh, Mr. James. uh, Mr. Mr. James, are you there? Yes. Uh, Something must have happened. Okay. Uh, no, it's, it's all right. I know your your agent Shapiro must be, you know, making sure that we respect you and stuff. So he most mm-hmm. likely butt in and freaking Shapiro. Anyway, uh, go ahead, Christina. Hey, finish hey, off hey, your hey, conversation. Hey, hey, don't don't talk about don't talk about agent like that, please. Thank you. Ooh, don't start trouble. Hey. Don't start writing checks your ass can't cash, George. Mm-mm. Shapiro is <sighs> in the light because of Shapiro. Right now, my sugar hog is strong and stronger than ever. Okay, I, I, Shapiro, if you're listening, I know you're you're making sure that we respect your client, uh, Mr. James. I uh, I'll I'll be upfront as the host and say I apologize for any kind of disrespect we're giving your client, and uh, as long as you don't disconnect him again, we'll, we'll make sure that that doesn't happen. Uh, so, Christina, go ahead, take it away. All right, sorry. Since before you know the line got cut, my question to you was also kind of in relation to the Kevin Owens thing. And, you know, being a heel, is that something, you know, yelling at a seven, eight-year-old child like that, is that something that you would do in a heartbeat, or do you think that's, like, too far? It, was the fan touched? Was Not the fan at all, no, that? obviously. There is no such thing as too far, then. So you would do that in a heartbeat. You would go up to a child, yell at him, you know, make fun of the shirt he's wearing, rip off his sign, because that is what a true heel does, right? If a child interacts with me in any way or form, they get the same reaction back. And again, I will apologize on George's behalf as well. Any disrespect towards you or your manager, Shapiro. Sorry about that. Obviously, technical difficulties do happen. Life happens. You can't control everything. Much to my chagrin, you know. But, um, yeah, that's basically all the questions I have, George. If you still want to talk to George. If he has anything else to say, you have the floor. And again, thank you for your time, Mr. James. I do appreciate it highly. No problem at all. No problem at all. And remember, the 717th. Yes. Yep, everyone this coming Saturday. Now. Yes, everyone buy your tickets mm-hmm. now at hogwrestling.com. 
Do not get confused by the website name. It is not fighting actual animal hogs. It is the health of Willie Wrestling. Please go home. I know. When I first heard it, too, I, you know, I got a little like, wait, what? what? Hog wrestling? No, it is the House of Glory Wrestling, so please go online right now. Buy your tickets. They are almost sold out. It's going to be a fantastic show. Um, I suggest it highly. And, George, the floor is now yours for any additional questions you have for Mr. Dan. Please take it away. All right, thank you very much, Christina. So let me ask you, uh, we talked about the current, uh, Mr. James. Now let's talk about the future. You know, I, I know your eyes are set on Brian XL and now Rudy Boy Riley coming up this Saturday at uh, Hogs' uh, six-year anniversary. But let's look a little bit past the six-year anniversary. Now that you have aligned yourself with Shapiro, what do you say? What What do you say about the future of Evander James uh, in Hog or or just in general in New York? What do you see coming up for Evander James? To be honest, for Evander James, with Matthew Ryan Shapiro by my side, uh, well, my future's never looked brighter. So you're probably looking even at the Hog World Championship that's uh, being held by Anthony Gargan right now. Uh, Is that probably... Gangon, thank you. Uh, as, is that one of the uh, targets for your future? Yep, because once I hold the belt, it will prove, I will prove that without Evander James, there is no house of glory. Hmm. That belt, that that is, belt a lot. is right down my line on my list. Anthony Gangon is on my list. Well, that's a lot to say, though, Mr. James, because, you know, one of the, the founding fathers uh, of Hog is, of course, you know, people like Red, you know, and Brian XL and, and, and many others. You know, with these founding fathers of Hog, how can you yourself say that, you know, without you, there's no Hog? Because without founding fathers, they don't last forever. Remember that. Oof, those are some fighting, fighting words, man. <laughs> uh, the, the, whew, okay. <laughs> so, okay. Remember, remember, so, let's Amazing say Red did pave the way. Amazing Red paved the way for House of Glory and his students. But I'm walking on that road right now. Huh. Is Amazing Red also on your radar? Yes. Okay, <laughs> this has gotten very, very heated, and and I'm really, really looking forward to to being at Hog, or or at least one of our affiliates being at Hog. Uh, maybe uh, they could record something with you live in person uh, over there at House of Glory, and, and maybe see what you're up to uh, right after uh, you know you battle Rudy Boy Riley. But before we let you go, uh, Mr. James, let's let's just get your final words going into this Saturday. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say to Rudy Boy right now? Well, Rudy Boy Riley, unfortunately, my main focus is Brian XL. But since you're in my match, I only got two words for you, man. Challenge accepted. All right. Well, guys, uh, you know, thank you very much for your time, Mr. James. Uh, Shapiro's actually messaging me now and saying that's enough. Uh, you know, no more time. 
you know, and I have to respect your 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 agent. So, so let me go ahead and just say thank you very much for for joining us here on Reality Check Radio, uh, Mr. James. Before you go though, let's uh, do some plugs here. Where can fans, uh, you know, catch you uh, on social media if they want to follow you, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, Instagram? Uh, where can bookers get a hold of you for any booking inquiries? And of course, they know they they could catch you this Saturday live at you know Hog's sixth anniversary. Uh, but where else can they catch you up next live? Because right now I have a right now to end my year um, at House of Glory six right now to end my year, and I have Next Level Wrestling coming up in January. If any fans want to find me, you can go to uh, on my Twitter is Evander James with two S's. All right. Well, thank you so, so very much for your time, Mr. James. We do appreciate your time here today. Uh, Shapiro's telling me to cut you off already uh, that our time is up. I thank Mr. Shapiro for lending him, us, uh, you know, his, his client. And, uh, Mr. James, thank you very much for coming on the show. You're very welcome. Have a good All day. right. Have a great night, Mr. James. Okay, that was Mr. Evander James, uh, the client of Shapiro from uh, Hog Wrestling, and uh, that's a scary, scary man. <laughs> Very scary man. You you know what he reminds me of, uh, Christina? I I don't know if the if you date back this far, but he, he doesn't look it, but he's just as tough is what I'm trying to refer to. He reminds me of a Bad News Brown. <laughs> I was a little bit before my time, but I am aware and I will agree. <laughs> you know, the, he is tough as nails, and I, I feel, you know, not to say that I feel bad for someone like Rude Boy Riley because he's a veteran also in this business, but Evander doesn't look like he's a guy that would just lay down to you, and he's just going to keep on bringing the fight, and, and, uh, I'm kind of scared of anyone that's crossing Evander's James' path along the way. Oh, 100%. He has, you know, no quit is not in his vocabulary. He's going to run through Rude Boy Riley. He's going to run through Brian XL. You know, he's going to, you know, challenge the champion. He's going to run right through him. And like you said, without the Founding Fathers House of Glory, there would be nothing. And while, you know, somebody like Amazing Red laid down the the groundwork for House of Glory, he's going to pave the road to the future uh, 100%. And he is definitely someone to look out for in the future. If you are not aware of Evander James, please, you know, go on YouTube, find some matches of his, go on his Twitter, follow him. He is definitely a star on the rise, and you guys should definitely be aware of who he is and, and be in the know is my advice mm-hmm. to all of our listeners right now. Oh, yeah. You know, and again, guys, if you want to purchase tickets for this massive, massive event, all you have to do is just go to Hog Wrestling. Uh, sorry, not Hog Wrestling. I, I take that back. I, I do apologize. Let's go ahead and I'll, I'll tell you guys the website right now. Uh, th- sorry, guys, this is what happens when, when my freak. HogWrestling.net, okay, guys? It's not .com, it's .net. Just visit HogWrestling.net right now. I do apologize for the previous information. It was my fault. Uh, uh, you know, again, the World Wide Web is huge, 
and it's not just .com anymore. It's .online, like our website, and .net, and then .this, and then .that. But basically, guys, most tickets are sold out. Make sure you purchase your tickets today. You got Anthony Gangon defending his championship against Eddie Edwards. You got the Broken Hardys against the Dudleys versus the EYFBO and versus the Private Party in a tag team title fight. Uh, and also in the tag team competition, the New York Wrecking Crew will be going against Two Click. A singles competition with the high-flying Leo Rush versus a mystery opponent. And then you got singles competition between Sonya Strong and Violet. And Smiley versus Nikki Heat. God, what a show. You have to purchase your tickets. Again, hogwrestling.net. Now, guys, that's not the only show coming up. You also want to make sure you purchase your tickets, of course, for Christmas with a Vengeance. And, and listen to this lineup. You got things like the, the David Starr versus Mike Orlando versus Cheeseburger. It, 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 how can you go wrong with that match? <laughs> I, you got three of the best superstars in the business today. And, and as a matter of fact, one of the promoters, Mr. Anthony Cole, just messaged me saying, Evander is the future. I've seen that young man grow up so much in one year. Keep your eye on him. So, guys, I have to say, uh, it, it, I... It's it, there's a lot going on in the wrestling world today. I I've just got to there's too much, Christina. <laughs> How can us like as wrestling fans, as wrestling fans, Christina, accept all of this? This is like too much. <laughs> I tell myself that all the time. There's so much product out there. It is so overwhelming, but I do it because I love it. Just like you, George, we're giant fans. For, like you know, we're professional football fans as well. Uh, we try to yeah. keep up with, you know, everything as much as possible for you, the listeners, to keep informed. Uh, you know, sometimes we do have a little Freudian slip with, with the Hog Wrestling website. Again, hogwrestling.net. Don't go to .com. You may find uh, people wrestling with actual animal hogs. Um, if you're into that sort of thing, <laughs> go right ahead. But hogwrestling.net is where you need to go to buy the tickets. But, yeah, there's well, so much going basic- on. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely crazy. <laughs> Well, right now our audio guy, Matthew, just uh, corrected me on something that basically is going to be Leo Rush versus Ken Broadway uh, this coming Saturday at the six-year anniversary show. And and then I got another guy, uh, Raymond Sanchez, saying, you can never have too much wrestling. That's our type of guy, Christina. (laughs) That's all I can say. That's That's our type of guy right there. Uh, that, he, he's, he's officially one of our best friends now. Uh, hmm. Raymond, you have, ma- you have made it to the circle of best friends just with that comment alone. But, uh, guys, we still have, of course, David Starr uh, coming up very, very shortly. We have enough time to uh, open up for a little bit more uh, comments uh, or, or topics uh, going into David Starr's uh, interview, which will be about around 7 o'clock uh, when he comes on. But, man, what else is there in the wrestling world to talk about? Of course, you got total nonstop deletion coming up. You, you got the, uh, the Broken Hardys challenging every single tag team in the world. From the Young Bucks, or how they call him, um, <laughs> the, Bucks <of laughs> the Bucks of Youth. The, the Bucks, Bucks of, of Youth. youth? 
or even the day of new. I'm a huge, I'm a huge Hardy fan since, since the get-go. And when the whole Broken Matt Hardy thing first started, I was weirded out. But I've learned to love it. I am into it. Their, you know, their promos, their video packages are fantastic. I am all about the entire Broken Hardy family with Brother Nero, with his wife, Rebby, his adorable son, Maxwell, and his fourth senior, Benjamin. This is, of course, something you don't want to miss out on. I'm sure everybody is aware of anything that is happening with Matt Hardy because he will not let anybody forget. He is on social media 24-7, and this is definitely something to to definitely uh, keep an eye out. I mean, I've seen their matches with the Bucks of Youth um, about, a, you know, what, a week ago and Santiago Chile, the latter match. Yep. Let, let me just, uh, and also, let, let, let me ask you something, Christina, uh, from fan to fan to journalist to journalist. Who would you like to see participate in that, you know, massive, massive tag team, uh, tag team deletion uh, match? Uh, who would you like to see appear? Because we've already heard rumors of the Bruiserweights showing up on that, on that match. Uh, so who else do you, would you like to see on that, on that, uh, that match? Uh, wow. I personally would love to see either – Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, who I'm okay. huge fans of as well. Um, I think the Briscoes would be great. Um, I don't think the New Day would do that. <laughs> um, obviously, they're contractually obligated to not be anywhere other than WWE. Um, yeah, the Young Bucks as well. I do have I have seen many of their matches before. It it will be um, show stealing, but you know, for ones that I personally haven't seen before, I would love to see the Briscoes or Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. If that could happen, if anyone's listening, make that work, please. As, as a favor to me and as a favor to the Reality Check uh, radio family and listeners, please just make that work. Do what you have to do. Make deals, make contracts, make it work. So how about this? What if uh, – let me throw in some indie tag teams in there that, you know, we didn't mention. I would love to see the Best Friend Express – show up on that on that on that show uh if you guys don't know who i'm talking about <laughs> uh cotton belly is one of them <laughs> i guys if you don't know who i'm talking about that is definitely someone you want to look up uh you know who i'm talking about by the way christina by any chance um if i'm gonna be completely honest no <laughs> okay okay so uh jervis cotton belly uh, and his tag team partner known as the Best Friend Express. <laughs> oh, my God. And Anthony Cole just gave the best message I've ever seen. He would love to see Massage Envy on the show, on the match. Oh, my God. Can you imagine <laughs> these two? Please tell have you heard of Massage Envy, Christina? Uh, regardless of yes or no, please enlighten all of us to the listeners at home. Okay, okay. <laughs> Massage Envy is one of the best young tag teams in the independent circuit today. These are two massage therapists. <laughs> one masked, one, one unmasked. And all they do is put body oil on themselves and, <laughs> and just slide around. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire 
life. So, Anthony Cole, I have to say yes to that. Definitely yes to Massage Envy. As a matter of fact, Millie's going crazy right now messaging me saying, yes, please put in Massage Envy in the Apocalypto Tag Team match. <laughs> like, Millie is going crazy for Massage Envy. Uh, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other listeners tuning in <laughs> saying that yes for Massage Envy. So, TNA, if you're listening, we want to see Massage Envy on that. How about the super, super savages of Cavemen and Monte? That that would be an amazing little thing. <laughs> uh, to, to <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Uh, I <laughs> oh man, oh man! The, the, so, uh, Christina, if you only saw the messages right now that I'm receiving on Facebook about seeing the super savages or seeing uh, massage envy or seeing the bucks of you for uh, just on that. I think the Hardys have created gold for TNA. Oh, a hundred percent. Hardys create gold no matter where they are. In my opinion, I am <laughs> the, such, such a hardy mark. It's insane. I mean, I have a, a, you know, if you've seen our Facebook live, I kind of showed it the last one when it was at Fast Wrestling, but I have a tattoo of a ladder because of the Hardys and because of my undying love for them. Well, let, let, can I, now that you mentioned the ladders, what if the Dudleys showed up at Total Nonstop Deletion? Oh, ever I thought would about never that? I would never say no to that. It, it, it could happen. It, 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 it could. It could. No, I, I'm just saying it could happen. happen. I feel like that should okay, be the motto that anything could happen. Of course. And now we have some callers saying, oh, God, our own COO has called in to see uh, <laughs> to see who she would like to see in the Apocalypto tag team match. Let's see what she has to say. She's making a very quick cameo. Uh, Mrs. Cruz, welcome to the show. I know you're, uh, you're taking some time off, but Ms. Cruz, who would you like to see on the Apocalypto match or if you have any comments to say? George, I, I, if you read my comments, you would know, but you ignore me. But that's why your cue cards were off. I made sure you were off. It's okay. Anyway, massage <laughs> envy and definitely the super savages. And not because I know the super savages and, you know, massage envy personally, but those two tag teams alone are fucking amazing. I just broke kayfabe and I don't care. I became a fangirl. That's what it was and that's what it is. Those two tag teams <laughs> have proven themselves so much and if no one really knows the backstory about the Super Savages, they technically just end up meeting each other and became a tag team. It was, I forgot, something happened between um, Monte um, that Cave ha- had come in. Um, uh, Matthew can actually tell you a little bit more on the backstory on that one. But that's how the Super Savages became the Super Savages. And honestly, it's the, one of the best tag teams right now out of New York City, alone, uh, alongside, you know, Massage Envy. Because those guys, along with uh, Christina's very favorite man, Joey Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> yes. have um, had oh. a match together and. <laughs> And it's uh, Christina. Look it up. Massage envy. I will. 
Because in my opinion, I have nobody could apply body oil like Joey Ryan can. So I'm excited no, no, for no, someone no, they, to. No, 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 they, they, they've got that down packed. Now this is a sorry, sorry, George. Uh, this is a girl taking over at this point. No, like, like seriously, it's like <laughs> super, super squirt. Like, like I'm about to slide all over you. Like, oil. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Well, now also Raymond and is I saying, how about the? Hold on, but I also had the honors of seeing Massage Envy at BCW, which we have David Starr coming in a little bit. So BCW is definitely, definitely bringing the A game, and I definitely cannot wait to see, well, because I won't personally be there, but um, hear what the card has. But I also know March is their anniversary, and that one I will be there for with BCW. So it's going to be freaking awesome to see that, but they brought um. For those people who haven't seen, BCW is actually bringing some pretty awesome talent, and they're bringing their A game. So I know Hawk's been doing this for six years, but and they've had some A-lister games, but I think BCW is right, falling right behind them. Well, so, BCW is no no joke, but uh, basically now Raymond is saying, what about the tag team Crusade for Change? That that's another. <laughs> I'm just all, all I gotta say is that there's some massive, massive tag teams that the world wants to see in this apocalypto tag team match. Millie, thank you so very much for calling in. You know, on your time yeah, off, we hey, do appreciate listen, it. It's, it's, you know, you know when you ignore me, I have to, I have to be heard. When you, when you don't, I don't hear myself. Just, listen, even when I'm off. You, you just love being guys. on radio. You just love being on radio. I Who love could blame my you? I do. I, li- I like listen. I love my family, but again, I had to break kayfabe. I, I'm all for those of you guys who have been listening. I have been training, so it's a little bit hard for me to, uh, you know, not put my two cents in. But it's all for the love and the art of wrestling. I mean, I'm, I don't think I'm alone in this, and I know Millie will agree with me. You just wanted to call in just to give George the business. Oh, uh, pretty much, you know, because like I said, George, I, I sabotage George's Q cards because you know it's George. Without me, there would be no George because I'm the one who keeps him, you know, organized. So you know, you're very, very welcome, George. My job. Anyway, thank you, Millie. And by the way, Anthony. <laughs> oh, see, Christina, he's trying to push me off. He's trying to push me off now. See the Christina. By the way, Anthony Cole. A Women's Appreciation Month. Start doing it now and appreciate Millie for who she is. Because without her, we would not be here. Thank you. I this appreciate I it. This is why I love Millie. My breakfast, my breakfast club, babe. Yep, my breakfast, babe. I got your back. <laughs> On behalf of George, I thank you for being here. I know you're taking some time off, but I do appreciate you calling in and being here and, you know, you giving know. George the business. You know, you know how we do. Power. I'm promoting Power you to breakfast. janitor tomorrow, Christina. I'm promoting <laughs> you to janitor. Anyway, uh, oh, that's not without my say so or Lorraine, so I don't think that's going to happen. Thank you. I'm too Boom. tweeting you uh, anyway. right now. <laughs> Millie, thank you very much. By the way, Anthony, Call, uh, Anthony Cole says thank you for the plug. So uh, make sure you message him and say you're welcome. So, Millie, thank you very uh, much. No. I, got, I got this. Don't worry, Anthony, Peter, because Peter's also listening. I got you guys. I will see you guys March 3rd. 
for the anniversary, and Reality Check Radio will be full force alongside BCW that day. So I'm excited. All righty. Well, you heard it here, folks. Thank you, Millie, for calling. Uh, now, basically, uh, now, guys, oh, God. Oh, no, I recognize this number. You see, Millie, this is what you started. Golly. Matthew, what do you want? <laughs> Finally, she's, she's quiet. Wow, it took so long for her to just, like, stop answering her own voice on the radio. But anyways, I wanted to make a tag team. Uh huh. Yes, of course, Super Savages. Why not? But why not the whole team Pazuzu? Can the Hardys take the team Pazuzu out? EYFBO, Dickerson, Diojaka, Pinky. Come on now. That'll make that whole total deletion an amazing event. Besides it already being Matt and Jeff. You know. Uh, well, I'll also throw myself in the in the fray. Why not? How about you, it? George. Me and you tag yeah, up. We, we run. We run into to deletion. How about it? Uh, wait a minute. You and me? Why not? Or hmm. I'm 100 percent for this. Wait. Let's put this in the atmosphere. Uh, <laughs> Matthew, George, reality check tag team. I will be your manager. <laughs> me and Why Millie. Not? We will be your manager. No, you no. I, we we don't this. listen. I, I don't. I don't need a manager. Like I'm just completely awesome on my own. I appreciate that. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Matt, that's I'm, where I'm I have to awesome. ch- stop you. Matt, that's where I have to stop you. You are not awesome by yourself because if it wasn't for me and my Stephen Cage persona, you would not even be awesome. You will still be a sperm. So don't even. <laughs> how, about, uh, how about this? How about I throw this out there just because, you know, another tag team. Well, how about a whole group? It's called the Trust. How about them? They will wreck hmm, bad. the total deletion. How about that? Well, guys, Mr. Shapiro well, can run real out with quick, him. And Shapiro, I'm here. Don't worry about it. I got you. Well, real quick, real quick, uh, guys, I'm going to open up the line again here. She has called back, but I have to make this quick because David Starr is waiting. So, uh, Millie, go ahead. What, what, what's up? Matthew, excuse me? Excuse me. I like to hear my own voice. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Mr. Apparently Matt you do because you called back in to hear some more. Okay. Um, but the floor is yours. No. Let me tell you something. You wouldn't be who you were today because of me. So let's rephrase that, okay? If it wasn't for Millie, let's, let's, let's re, remember your memory. Let's refresh that. Do you need me to? Because I definitely can. Definitely can do this. Oh, okay, okay. So you're not saying about 30 years ago something awesome was born and stepped foot on this earth completely full of awesomeness and now he's here spreading it amongst the world and letting a lot of heathens listen, listen to his voice okay, and and enjoy his presence so you're saying you, you made that you oh okay okay you need no, to no, come no, back no. This, this is just this back. is just me no, no, it's not. Uh, exactly, I am the man of the hour, so sorry, why George. not, right? I'm sorry for George for hacking your, your radio real quick, but um, Mr. Matthew, you need to bring that back real quick because... She only um, hacked to hear her voice a little bit more, that's it. No, I did not. Thank you very much because you were only here again because of me. I can't believe Don't it. Don't play with me. You know, greatness is talking and she can actually hear it. That's just ridiculous. Oh, my God. Well, There's Matt a rip and Millie. The reality, okay. I guess. And if, I don't first know. of all, you're not awesome. I'm the glorious one because if it wasn't for me <sighs> again, 
you would not be where you're at today. Thank well, you. I am now, and I'm taking over. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, no, no, you're not. And this, honestly, guys, this is—I—I uh, I know you guys. I told you guys you wouldn't hear from me, but now you definitely won't hear from me after this, because now I have some real proving to show. Well, hmm. thank you very much, because you, you two, for calling in. Well, all right, yeah. George, have a good one. And this, I just want to say two things. Look at it. Goodbye. All right. So before Reality Check Radio goes completely off the rails, uh, thank you, Matthew. Thank you, Lily, for calling in. But I do believe we have a guest waiting for us right now. George, if you could please do the honor. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> My God, this this turned into the Jerry Springer show for just maybe two minutes there. <laughs> what the hell just happened? Anyway, uh, where's Steve when where's Steve when we need him? Do you have the number for Steve there, Christina? Even if I did, I let's just not involve this. He doesn't need to be involved in this right now. <laughs> oh man Okay so let's go ahead and try to reach out To good old Mr. David Starr Who's awaiting our phone call Of course guys uh, For those that don't know Again David Starr will be appearing At this upcoming BCW Christmas with a Vengeance uh, He will be in that show But also guys he's an Internationally known superstar He was a tag team star as well When he was in the Juicy Product uh, you know, this is a guy that knows what he's talking about uh, when it comes to this business, and I'm pretty sure he has many, many stories to tell, so the floor will be his in just a couple seconds when he answers the phone. Do-do-do. I feel like I should be humming the, like, Jeopardy, like, time is running out <laughs> song. Why not? I wouldn't blame I'll you. Oh, go ahead. Okay, and right now we just lost Millie as well. I do apologize for the technical difficulties that we're experiencing here. Oh, boy, this is uh, one of those days, folks, one of those days. Uh, we are trying to reach good old David Starr here. Uh, in the meantime, while we, while we do all this, of course, things are transpiring here on the show. Uh, it, everything happens on live radio, folks. You can never go wrong with live radio. Uh, that is why we're known as Reality Check, and welcome back, uh, Christina. We did lose you there for a second. Uh, I think it was my Jeopardy theme song that set it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it literally just, disconnected just, as soon as I finished. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's uh, <laughs> it's just a lot of people, you know, called in and said, stop her singing, stop her singing. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Ouch. Don't kill me. Ouch, listeners, come on. I I am the the party of this of this reality check radio. Come on, don't be throwing hate my way. The girls just well, trying I do to get by. Uh, 
Uh, uh, <laughs> oh God! Now everyone, like everyone's deciding to message me all at once uh, about what just happened here on Reality Check Radio when it came to uh, our two employees, Millie and Matthew. It, 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 man, you know what I think we should do here, uh, Christina? Go for it. What is it? I feel like we should eventually, sometime next year, we have a promo battle set in January. You know, yes. for the big, for the big Aldo Rose versus Justin Overstreet, which we just found out a couple of days ago. You're going to be moderating, but I say, let's say in April, just to throw it out there, because who knows, maybe we'll have a, a date available before. I say in April we have another promo battle. And this one between Millie Cruz versus Matthew. How, how about I that love one? that he just. I just love that he just goes by one name, just Matthew, his first name. <laughs> you know, Millie is awesome, Matt. Sure. <laughs> so we'll just have Matthew versus Millie Cruz. My breakfast babe. I'm on her side. I'm 100% for this. You know, that was my thought to have a promo battle between them. So, you know, get ready, listeners. I'm, you know, if this does come to fruition, and let's put that out into the atmosphere right now, I want this to happen. Melly Matthew, you're listening. <laughs> it's going to happen. Get ready. Well, they, they, I, like I said, Matthew versus Millie in a promo battle number two, three rounds of promos. Of course, one general question for two guests, and then they have three minutes each to answer. And, of course, us as the Reality Check Radio panel will decide the winner at the end of the promo battle. That same thing will be happening when Aldo Rose goes up against Justin Overstreet here on our first episode of 2017 in January. So, guys, we'll be uh, in touch with you as far as... uh, you know, as far as that does happen, if it happens, if we could get both sides to agree. As a matter of fact, uh, <laughs> uh, so far Lor- uh, Millie's winning. Uh, Lorraine says uh, uh, Millie all the way. Uh, you're saying Millie all the way. Matthew, you have to get some votes, man. <laughs> so far you got two votes, uh, Millie. Yeah, uh, so but it's anyway. a little one-sided here. Yeah, it's so far something like uh, I think I have to be the the moderator in for this one because I don't want you being a breakfast babe, you know, jumping in there and be like, hey, I'm picking Millie's side, hey, 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 you know. Uh, well, I do not I have sound to like that. This. <laughs> I do not sound like that. <laughs> Can you imagine if you did though? I'll kill you all, baby. Oh. I would probably kill myself if I sounded like that. Uh, Anyway, let's try to get Let's see if we could get a hold of David Starr again here Because we are trying to reach him Uh, We do apologize for the first round As far as reaching David Starr He was not answering Uh, Let's try one more time And see if he answers this time Uh, If not, maybe we could just leave a voicemail Or something, if if he has one uh, To let him know to give us a call But again, guys, this is real radio. We do not fake anything here. We do not pre-record and then, you know, go live the next day. We go everything by the book live, 
you know, as we do everything else here. So I, I don't play when it comes to this stuff. You know, I, I, I think there's nothing wrong with real radio, is there? No, not a, he's, you know, he's a busy man. He's a tough dude to hold of. You know, that happens. But, you know, listeners, message us, tweet us, whatever you have to do. Pick your side, uh, Millie or Matthew. You have reached uh, the voicemail box of <laughs> two, one, five, seven, six. <laughs> okay, try to. Uh, I tried to voice over his phone number there. <laughs> numbers. So. They're all numbers. <laughs> Uh, I, I, hey, I did my best to kind of over, uh, we are now giving him a message here. We are calling you. Okay. Uh, and Matt is already uh, vo- uh, verbaling his stuff. He says, uh, don't need votes when my mouth opens uh, people to listen. What the hell does he need? <laughs> anyway. Uh, good Lord. Okay, so basically now David Starr is going to be calling in. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, give David Starr our number here. Do, 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 do. There you go. All right, so now we're going to be awaiting Mr. Starr's phone call uh, as he will be calling in very, very shortly. Uh, Guys, again, this is all about real radio. Reality check is on the title. But, guys, again, if you want to see promo battle of Matthew versus Millie, make sure you vote it in the fan page. All you have to do is go to Facebook.com backslash realitycheckpod and say you want to see Millie versus Matthew right here live on Reality Check Radio, and then we'll even let the listeners vote on who will win that promo battle. Right now, Millie wants to kill me. (laughs) And uh, I'm afraid for my life. (laughs) Anyway, guys, now it's time to now talk to the man himself. I'm talking about the international veteran. He is known as the product and appearing at this coming BCW's Christmas with a Vengeance. I am talking about one, the only, David Starr. Mr. Starr, are you there? Yeah, hey, what's up, guys? I laughed (laughs) when you called me an international veteran, by the way. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, man, I have to, uh, Mr. Starr. As a matter of fact, I've I went back into my record books of Reality Check Radio, and I've interviewed you before, many many moons ago. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, this is actually a, I think it was a little bit before uh, you started the tag team with JT Dunn in the Juicy Product. Oh wow. Okay. So. Cool. cool. Yeah. So it's it. it Talking about memories, man. I, I I was just looking that stuff up, and I'm like, holy cow! I I didn't even know I interviewed you before. But uh, welcome back to Reality Check Radio, Mr. Star. I do appreciate it. Uh, before Thanks, we start Adam. talking about you, we, before we start talking about you, of course, sure. I want to first ask, you're you're appearing at this coming show at the BCW's Christmas with a Vengeance. Uh, it'll yes. be practically your, your debut for BC, BCW. What can BCW fans expect out of the product, David Starr? Uh, I'm the perfect hybrid of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. Um, the, so they can expect I'm going to 
see someone's gonna make sure they get their money's worth, man. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm just gonna I'm gonna be that guy. So I've I've had a really good run in uh, Europe recently. I feel really good about what I'm doing right now, and I think they're gonna they're gonna like what they see. No, I, I would imagine, and uh, and as a matter of fact, uh, David, uh, you being a guy like how you're saying that you've been around the world in Europe uh, and, and done many many things for your career, uh, like uh, now that you've opened uh, the subject about international wrestling, uh, mind you, how how has your your methods been like transitioning to different styles from all over the world because. I know you made a name for yourself here in the United States, but when you've crossed the borders to these other countries, what did you have to change? Did you have to change anything in your in your style? No, not really, because um, if you're a good wrestler, you uh, you work with your audience, so you can adapt to whatever audience it is, and then you just kind of feel it out there that way. If you know what you're doing, you can do that. And some of the best people in the world are the best people in the world because they can do that. It's like a Chris Hero. Chris Hero is like the best because he can wrestle anybody, anywhere, anyway. Uh, he can have a great match in a different way every time. Um, guys like Shane Strickland are like that. Uh, like it's the same thing. They're great. So you have to be able to do that. So it's a good it's a good way to test yourself. And when you speak about the hybrid and the different styles of wrestling and, and of course, how you're saying, like, oh, you know, it's good to know every style of, of wrestling in general when you when you cross these borders. What <laughs> Obviously, every wrestler, Mr. Starr, has their preference when it comes to a certain match or, or a certain style. What do you have to right. say is David Starr's preference match? Probably some kind of hybrid between – World of Sport, All Japan, and 2000 to Ring of Honor, or 2006 Ring of Honor. That's like my favorite. That would be that would be what I would love. That's like my perfect wrestling. Well, <laughs> Mr. Starr, one of the things that when I first shared uh, your flyer was many, many, <laughs> and you're going to get a kick out of this, uh, many, many women fans who listen to our show <laughs> messaged me saying, who's that hot guy? And I will say, <laughs> who? <laughs> who? Which one are you talking about? There's two guys on my flyer. Uh, and they will say, the guy to the right. And you were the one on the right. And I would say, okay, these women are going to tune in just because of this hot-looking guy. But, but basically, uh, here's the funny part. You don't have any shame, or you, nor, nor do you have any fear to put your looks on the line either, because one of, one of your favorite guys to wrestle with is Dave Christ. And yeah. just recently... Just recently, you just had a one of the most massive hardcore matches, a clip that's floating all over, you know, the internet actually, with these four. Uh, I don't know what they're called, but these sticks just sticking out of your head. The barbecue. Uh, thank skewers. you. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you have to say about that and your sacrifices and, of course, Dave Chris? Well, Dave Chris is probably my favorite opponent to wrestle. Um, that match is my favorite match I've ever had. Uh, and, I mean, I've always respected and loved uh, the art form of deathmatch wrestling or hardcore wrestling in general, so 
Uh, I don't have a desire to be that <laughs> to be that guy all the time, but um, <laughs> you know, I want you want to be able to do everything. Like I said, the same thing with those styles internationally. You have to be able to you have to be able to do hardcore. You have to be able to do ladder matches. You have to, be able to do tables matches. You have to be able to do any type of thing like that. You have to be able to adapt. So I I wanted to test myself that way, and uh, Dave is somebody who's experienced in, in that stuff and he's a great person to learn from in general all the time. Uh and yeah, I love that ma- I love that match. Um yeah, I think it was, well, I think it was really I, it was really I thought it was really well done. I thought we we told a good story and I thought it was good. Well, can can I go ahead and say uh to Mr. Star that basically uh Dave Chris is kind of like the the Sami Zayn to your Kevin Owens or the uh Sasha Banks yeah. to your your Charlotte Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, obviously a much smaller scale, but yeah. That's fair to say. I uh I always I've always, I've been wrestling with Dave since I was since what, 2014. We've been wrestling each other, like all the time, pretty much consistently, pretty much consistently feuding. So, uh, yeah, because but since uh, Juicy Products, and actually was started in January of 2014, is when we started our thing with LI4K, and I've pretty much been feuding with Dave Chris ever since. Now, do you see yourself as, uh, you know, uh, like? Obviously, how you're saying, like, still continuing to feud uh, with this Mr. Christ, uh, but basically, where do you see the next chapter going, like, with Mr. Christ? You've had hardcore matches. Mm-hmm. You've had regular matches. Well, at this point, we've kind of squashed any, any beef that we have. So, oh, okay. um, it's, but, like, we'll still wrestle each other. Um, we'll still wrestle each other. You know, I guess at this point, the things we've done with the, the hardcore match and we, we did the 104 minute match and uh we did um the ladder match before that uh we had a two out of three falls match after that um so we've done a lot of stuff and uh who knows what the next step might be or what might raise the stakes but um who who knows and you never know when certain things can spark up and we we definitely are, are like family but you know sometimes that other other wants and desires in the way of things and people act kind of ridiculous. So you never know. Um, <laughs> but then every time I wrestle Dave, it's always good because he's awesome. Now, also to to add to this, uh, you know, uh, uh, like you you yourself, of course, have wrestled many places. Uh, uh, again, not uh, to plug again, uh, this coming BCW Christmas with a Vengeance, uh, you know, and, and of course you wrestled internationally. Uh, what have to, what do you have to say? Uh, now let's talk about the actually the most uh, current the Europe tour that you just came from. What was your 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 uh, your take on that that travel like to Europe? Uh, did you enjoy the sights? Did you also in, got to enjoy the fans over there? Because I could only imagine the fans are ten times more different uh, over there compared to over here in the United States. Um, yeah, I love wrestling in Europe. I love wrestling in the UK. I love wrestling. I got to wrestle in Switzerland. I liked wrestling in Germany and all over Germany. Um, I liked doing all that, and I, I like that. Uh, next year, I'm going to I'm going to wrestle in France um, and do more UK stuff and do more Germany stuff. 
so I'm looking forward to expanding my countries list more and more. Um, the fans, they're, they're different. It's all the same. You know, again, it's like just, it's all, at the end of the day, you just, learn, you just know how to talk to your audience or work with your audience or whatever. If you know to do that, you can adjust and adapt and you can, as long as you're just feeling the people, it's great. Uh, it, I, I love yeah, I love wrestling. I love to travel. I love doing all that stuff. I got to see a lot of cool stuff. I, I would just take trains places and just check stuff out. And I, I went at a really good time because uh, Germany has all these Christmas markets and they're, uh, and they're super cool. Uh, so I went at a great time to go in Germany, and it was awesome. I had a great time. Ah, nice. Uh, the man is to say, hey, Mr. Star, can you just smuggle me in your luggage and just where I could enjoy a nice <laughs> free <laughs> over the seas trip? I, think, I don't know if that'd be free. You'd have to pay for that bag fee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Well, Christina will pay for my fee there, or your fee, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> Christina, uh, you got us, right? I am the lady. Why is not the gentleman paying for me? <laughs> oh, why? Oh, goodness. Oh, no. I would be a great companion to travel with, David oh, Starr. No. I would be a great companion, way better than George. No, you just, so you take just, that into consideration. Just, uh, no, you're just, now, now you think I'd have to pay for everything. Come on, now. <laughs> anyway, anyway, right? So, uh, almost 2017. We're all the same. <laughs> We're all splitting. How the the whole thing has evolved, right, uh, Mrs. Star? Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. <laughs> it, it used to be where women would fight for equal rights, and now women still want us to pay for everything. No, I, I'm, I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm I'm just messing with you, Christina. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say pay for everything, but if you want to pay for the flight or the check bag fees, I will not say no to that. You know, I could pay my own way once I'm there, but if you want to pay that flight fee, I will not say no to that. I wonder if Mr. Starr is right now saying, man, I miss Europe. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, yeah. speaking of... Well, that, has nothing to do, that has nothing to do with the phone call. Well, well speaking of him possibly missing Europe, uh, we know that you just got back from a uh, tour in Europe, uh, ending with this just past weekend with you uh, being crowned the WXW Shotgun Champion. Uh, yeah. Congratulations on that. Um, how does that. How does that feel for you? It's great. It's great to know that um, WXW has faith in me to uh, let me take the title here because they could have made me keep it there and still be Shotgun Champion and just wait for my return. You know, they could have done that. Um, but they trusted me to, to keep it with me and uh, and take it to other companies and represent WXW. So it means a lot. It's really cool. Um, it's really cool. Uh, <laughs> it just feels great. Um, we all know what this uh, what this business is, and it's it's great to get some somebody who shows they believe in you and they trust you. It's cool. Now, is there any uh, any issue at all? traveling with a championship belt like that, like going through security or going through customs? Is there ever an issue? So, I mean, sometimes it's the worst thing is that like, most of the time you have to carry it with you because you can't put it in your bag because it might put the weight over the limit for your bag. So you have to, because it is a heavy thing, so you kind of have to car- carry it. Uh, some people wear it in the airport. Uh, 
you can put it in your bag, but again, you you might run the risk of going over your weight limit, and then you have to carry it anyway. So, um, or God forbid, your 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 uh, luggage gets lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. That's the other thing. You don't want to check it because then if you lose your bag, then you're losing like so much money from the title and you're buy that. But yeah, um, with you being you know the champion now, you've come such a long way. And, you know, with you training at the, the Wild Simone Training Center and you made your official debut only after a month of training, yeah, to me that's a little unheard of. Like, you know, how, how did that come to fruition only after a month? Um, well, I uh, somebody who, was, who saw me, like, pretty early on, like, about a week or two, like, I've tra- I trained, like, three or four times. Uh, somebody who had helped, uh, helped out at the Wild Simone School a little bit saw me and thought I had some uh looked like I knew what was up I guess at least athletically uh when it came to moving in the ring and stuff so she kind of helped me out and thought that I was ready for a match and it happened it was right then happened to be after a month of training I trained maybe like maybe like 10 times and we thought I was ready to have a match and I did and um and it went well it went well I mean Obviously, I would do it differently now. Looking, if I watch it now, I'm like, oh, I watched it for the first time in like two years uh, the other day, actually. Um, you know, so there's things I would change now, but it was good for my first match, good for one month out there, and uh, I was lucky enough to have that opportunity, and things really kind of took off because my match was good. So I got trust to continue to be on shows. So it was cool. Yeah, I think it's definitely a true testament to your hard work and your talent to be only, you know, having your official debut only after a month to just this past weekend winning the shotgun championship. Uh, you are definitely a, a very talented uh, wrestler in the ring, uh, very charismatic, very proficient in the ring, uh, even with, you know, with going to different countries and, and kind of doing that adaptability, you have no problem adapting to the different styles, whether it be Europe, whether it be America, and that definitely is a true testament to your 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 hard work and your talent. Oh, well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, it's something I've wanted to be able to be. I still, I would like to work some more on uh, my Lucha Libre stuff uh, and, like, my basing and stuff. I want to work on that next. I really want to do that. Um, probably focus a little bit on that this year. And then uh, I also want to continue to work on my uh, – striking and uh, strong style type of wrestling too because I think I'm really into uh, this like world of sport all Japan pan craze kind of thing going on <laughs> I like mm-hmm. her catch style I really like that right now uh, and I want to kind of continue to expand on what I'm really really comfortable with mm-hmm. and, and speaking on you know you working on different sort of styles uh, in the coming up year, uh, you will be participating in the 16 karat gold in March. And, yeah. And what would you like to say about that? Oh, it's so awesome. Uh, 16 karat is like one of the coolest tournaments out there. I was I was a part of the shows last year or this past year. This one, uh, I was in the alternate four way, which opened the whole weekend. Uh, so that was really cool. Uh, and I won the alternate four-way, and then uh, I tagged with Shane Strickland the next two nights. 
and had some pretty good tag matches and had some good moments and it was really great. The crowd was so electric for the whole show and the tournament was awesome to watch and there were so many great matches and some really talented dudes and a lot of your like people I knew from the states and just in the UK and stuff were there, so it was cool. It was great to see everybody. Um, and this year, man, it's 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 great to be a part of the tournament. And, uh, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. I love it. Sixteen Fair is one of the most prestigious uh, independent wrestling tournaments out there. If you don't include uh, the Super Juniors, it's probably uh, the most prestigious tournament in the world, I would think. Because until the, the Cruiserweight Classic isn't officially a thing all the time now, so it's probably the most prestigious wrestling tournament out there. Maybe Bola, but that's about it. It's on that level, so it's awesome. Well, I look forward to, to watching you, uh, you know, in my book, winning the 16 karat gold. But for oh, me, I... Wait. Oh, I totally forgot about the G1 Climax, by the way. G1 Climax. G1, yes, of course. Yeah. But um, as for me, I will hand it over to George because I don't want to take too much of your time. I'll have George ask you some questions. Uh, but I do appreciate, and I do thank you, Mr. Starr, for you know giving me the time to ask you some questions and to sit down with Reality Check Radio. So I will hand it off to George to ask you some more questions. Oh, thanks. Nice to you. Hey, yeah, Mr. Starr, you're also forgetting the tag team league uh, when it comes to tournaments. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking. I was thinking. I was thinking about singles, singles tournaments. Oh, okay, okay. I, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, I think they just uh, started announcing tag teams for the tag team, the tag team league coming up soon. Uh, I think it's in uh, late December or early January. Yeah. For uh, oh, okay. But. But uh, basically, uh, also, you know, going back to how uh, she was just talking about how you just newly won the WXW Shotgun Championship, uh, as a matter of fact, at Christmas with a Vengeance at BCW, you will be defending that newly crowned, ti- uh, crowned title uh, against your, you know, your challengers, uh, Mike Orlando, and, of course, uh, Cheeseburger from Ring of Honor. Two very, very hard headed competitors you know these of course cheeseburger a lot of people doubt him for his size and and mike orlando probably one of the best unsigned athletes in in the world of professional wrestling you know how do you feel going into this defense in a three-way dance at bcw i feel real good i always feel real good going into matches because i'm really confident uh i believe in my ability and i believe in going out there and doing what i do best and i know that i'll come out on top i mean because Cheeseburger's awesome. I've trained with him before. I've wrestled him uh, one time in a four-way match for Ring of Honor Television. And he's good, man. He's good. And he's got a lot of heart. He, uh, he wouldn't guess it by like his body type, but he's really good. Uh, and he's dangerous with his, with his uh, palm strength and stuff. So I know him. Uh, and Mike Orlando, I've seen him wrestle a bunch. Uh, he's a big dude who's really athletic and uh, he's pretty good, man. So, but again, they're both really good, but they're just not as good as I am. So that's why I'm gonna win. So it's cool, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yep. I look forward to it. it. I just love how you three guys have the greatest nicknames in this business. <laughs> you got, of course, yourself the product, and then you got the elite and athlete in Mike everything. Orlando, yeah. and then you got the cheeseburger. <laughs> the cheeseburger. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a giant Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, that's, well, that's it, Big Macs are fan. Big Macs are awesome. 
Uh, oh, so I have to say that's one of your – wait, I, I have to say, are you a Big Mac regular or Grand Mac, uh, Mr. Star? Yeah, I just saw that. They, now they make the new the new ones. I haven't had um, a, a Grand Mac yet. I haven't had that. Uh, that's what, with like the quarter pounder patties or something, or third pounder patties or whatever? Y- yep, yep. Yeah, hey, I haven't had that for yet, you, I'm going to get it. I'm going to For you that. guys who – for you guys who think that McDonald's will make you fat and you will lose your body shape, the product will tell you otherwise. He eats McDonald's no, and no, still no, looks no, great. No, 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 no. I, I have, I, I did, I had a lot of McDonald's on this tour because when you're on the road late at night, it's the only places to eat. So we would go to McDonald's a lot on the weekends. I love McDonald's. It's delicious. But I understand that you can't have McDonald's all the time. Like you can't just go out there and eat McDonald's a lot. Like you have to work your sh- you have to work it off if you do. I can't be here I can't be here all like, Yeah, go to McDonald's guys, it's great. <laughs> I just got to pull your leg, Mr. Star. You, the, you know, you pull legs. <laughs> Listen, uh, you know, you went through a hellish day today, and I had to turn it around somehow. I, I had to help yeah, you, yeah. May, at least give you some laughs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, McDonald's is great, though. I do love McDonald's. Well... Let, let me bring up this last subject with you. Uh, you know, one of the major, major things that actually inspired you uh, in this business, uh, actually, Mr. Starr. And, and it's funny how we're jumping from a McDonald's question to this. But anyway, um, but that's how we segue here on Reality Check. Anyway. But basically, Mr. Starr, one of your inspirations going into this business of being known as the product was superstar Billy Graham. And, 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 you know, a lot of people would, you know, point fingers and say Hogan was the guy who got him into wrestling, you know, or Macho Man or Greg the Hammer Valentine. But in your case, it was superstar Billy Graham. How did he inspire you to, to become the product that you are today? Well, he was always just my favorite wrestler. I thought he was so different for his time. Um, I watched the thing is, I grew up mostly with RF videotapes. Like, when I became a wrestling fan, uh, my stepdad and I would go to the local RF video stand uh, in Franklin Mills, near Philadelphia, and we would go get tapes, and uh, my stepdad would show me the stuff he used to like when he was a kid. And he used to like, he loved Superstar Billy Graham, was his favorite. So we watched, um, we'd watched old matches with him and Bruno, and him and Dusty, and uh, just all a bunch of his stuff and a bunch of Bruno's stuff, and then we watched a bunch of Flair stuff and Dusty stuff, and we watched it like it was awesome. We watched WCCW, we watched all this old school wrestling. Um, at the time that Superstar was wrestling, he was so unique. Everyone had like dark colored trunks, and he mm-hmm. wore long pants that were tie dye, and he everybody had these like short. It seemed like everyone had like short brown hair, and he had this he was like, kind of long blonde hair. And he, everyone was like clean shaven, and he had these mut- or, and he had like mutton chops, and it was like super hippie, and he wore sunglasses, and he was and everyone had this uh, power lifter look, and he looked like a bodybuilder, and he had a mm-hmm. he had a can, he was the coolest dude in the room, he was the man, and he just stood out to me, um, I loved him, loved him, 
And he was such he was so open in the ring, like his movements. He was so charismatic, and he was so big on everything he did. It was great. He was awesome, and his interviews were the best. Oh, I love Superstar. So, so I wanted to ask you: Is that where you get your basically your promo? Because I, I watched many, many of your promos, from the one that you did with David Cole to to many, many others that you did during your wrestling career. Uh, is that where you basically got your promo energy? I want to call it from, like from watching tapes of Superstar Billy Graham. Well, anybody that has a good interview is directly resulted from Superstar Billy Graham because he was like one of the first guys. He was one of the innovators of the of the interview. Like, he was the modern-day interview. Like, there wouldn't be The Rock. There wouldn't have been Stone Cold. Like, there, there wouldn't have been Hogan. There wouldn't have been uh, any of those guys without Superstar doing it first. And, or, like, some of them, whatever. Like, those, around that time, like, you only had a few, like, Bachwinkle was so more, so much more professional, and Flair was his was his own way too. Like those guys were the innovators, and without them, these other guys wouldn't have come through. He he, everyone imitates superstar. Everybody does all the time. If you rhyme in a promo, it's because of superstar. If you like have if you bleach any part of your hair, it's because of superstar. Like, <laughs> it's, seriously, that's so, how it is, I- man. No, I'm a, listen, I'm not going to lie to you, Mr. Starr. I'm a huge Superstar Billy Graham fan. As a matter of fact, I used to watch all his matches uh, when they were on VHS or even now today when they're even on the net. Like, to me, I cannot stop watching his great matches versus Bruno San Martino or even Bob oh, Backlund. So uh, you know, like, to me, those days, Mr. Starr, not to kind of bash the business today, and I'm sorry if it sounds that way, but it's kind of like you're missing that passion nowadays from a lot of workers. No, you no, know, no, 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 that's that, not fair I, to say. Well, I, like, it, at least a good, a small percentage, Mr. Starr, because... I don't think it's, a, it's probably the same rate, rate that it's always been. There's plenty of dudes mm-hmm. back then that didn't have a passion for the business. They had a passion for money, and a lot of them, a lot of, like, you hear a lot of the stories from back then. Like, we joke about it now because after shows, like, back in the day, you hear about stories of all these wrestlers going out and partying and doing, tearing stuff up, like, living like crazy rock stars. Now, most of the time after wrestling shows, wrestlers just go meet in a hotel, play video games, watch TV, and go to sleep. Like, we find, try to find somewhere to eat, and that's it. That's most of the time what wrestlers do now. You don't hear about all the, like, of course there are times when you go out and have a good time. You are just people and you want to be sociable. But, yeah. But most of the time you just go to bed. <laughs> That's really what it is. <laughs> so it's it's not it's not the same way it used to be. So it's different. Um, whatever you determine well, passion, it's just, it's a different time in, in wrestling and everything always changes. So it's never going to well, be the yeah. same. Whether you, everyone's always say one's better than the other, but who really knows? Yeah, because, again, I didn't mean uh, disrespect. I'm just trying to say, like, for instance, to give you a prime example, when you would see superstar Billy Graham apply that bear hug on, onto his opponents, and, of course, people would submit, you know, it's kind of like, and I get what you're saying. You can't compare then to now. I get what you're saying. Like, because the, the, the bear hug back then was a major deal, you know, as, especially to Billy Graham. You could make a bear hug and make oh, yeah. a deal now. It doesn't matter. If you beat, if you start beating somebody with a bear hug, then guess what? Then it's a real thing. 
So it doesn't, it's, it, you can do that now, and people do it plenty. But on the same note, I used to watch matches from back in the day where they would randomly do pile drivers in the middle of the match, and it wouldn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And that, so, so you can't, it's, it, dude, it's not, it, it's not that. Everything changes. And before that, a finish was a headlock, and no one was doing headlocks for finish then. And there's finishes like, oh, yeah. cross. like so, yeah, the business, the business evolves and it changes. And, mm-hmm. but you can make anything mean whatever you want it to make, want it to mean. Like, you can do that. So, I think it's ridiculous to say, like, whatever, like, one's better than the other, or one's whatever. Like, you can prefer it, but to outright say, like, the, like, oh, it's not the way it used to be in the old days. Oh, it's not. And it's never going to be. And we're going to say the same thing five years from now about the time right now. So, I'm going to change always. No, yeah. It, because, like you're saying, it, the business evolves. Like, you're, like, exactly how you're saying. So, that made me segue into this. How has David Starr evolved with the business? <laughs> I feel pretty good about what I've what I what I've uh, I've done to get myself. Oh, you better. see like, what I did there? The past, huh? Yeah, yeah. This past year, I really <laughs> focused on um, like 2016. I really focused on uh, working on my wrestling, like my pure wrestling. And I was very fortunate to be able to train under guys like Tim Thatcher for a little while and learn uh, that catch, that real catch pancreas style with him. And I was able to train with Tyler Bate and stuff and learn some more. Uh, technical wrestling stuff. I was able to wrestle guys like John Gresham and uh, things where it's really work on and hone my technical wrestling skills. Uh, so that's really what I focused on in 2016, 2017. I want to keep working on that, and I kind of like I said mm-hmm. earlier. I want to, I really want to work on like my lucha stuff, and that, uh, and then start to pick up some uh, some more strong style stuff. I want to work on my striking as well. So, but this year has really been uh, like a catch wrestling style that I've tried to implement more and more. No, and again, not to, you know, keep on going in circles on this subject, but I love your promos. I love your work in the in the ring. You know, as a matter of fact, it it, it like it's one of the best kind of works I've seen. Uh, now and again, there's a lot a lot a lot of great wrestlers out there. A lot of them. No matter different sizes like cheeseburger from small from cheeseburger to big like Congo Kongs. You know, so basically there's a lot of great workers, but you are one of those. And I want to make well, that perfectly clear. Huh? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. No, my pleasure. And, and you know, I really, really do hope – you're really making a big name for yourself right now, you know, uh, it, trying, whether man. it's in international. <laughs> but, like, I really hope even further for you, Mr. Starr, I really do, because you have That'd sacrificed. Cool. Yeah, I, I, you have sacrificed. You have worked your ass off. You, you have stayed in shape. You have done everything that you need to do and more, and you still have, you know, in this business, if there was one thing I learned when I was training to go in it, is that even if you're a veteran, you don't stop learning. You still go out there and learn some more. Exactly. And I know that David Starr, you know, has, is keep, is going to continue to evolve every passing day, and I cannot wait to see how far the product is going to become, whether it's in 2017, 2018. I really cannot wait to see that as a fan. I'm telling you that personally. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. I'm just a, I'm just a dude trying, man, you know, and that's, that's the goal to get better every day. 
Well, I do have two questions here from fans here. Uh, real quick, uh, there is one question from Ricky. Uh, <laughs> he wants to know, where did you get the look at it from? <laughs> uh, look at it was something from when I first started, uh, pretty much. And uh, one of the dudes that was helping me out early on uh, had come up with the idea for look at it for this group that we were in. Uh, and then uh, no one else in the group kind of branched out. And so I started taking it with me to other shows. And then I would put money forward to it, uh, which no one else had done. So, And then everyone kind of gave me their blessing to just keep using it. So I did, and they didn't really do anything else. So I just kept it. Nice. Uh, okay, and this must this must be one of those females I was telling you about when it came to the flyer, <laughs> uh, because I guess she looked you up, she looked you up and down here, David. But this one comes from <laughs> she's typing already. I could tell she's going to say oh, something goodness. to me now. Uh, this comes from Michelle. <laughs> she okay, wants she wants to know what, what's the meaning behind your leg tattoo. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I, <laughs> Totally could have gone a million different directions the way you set that up. Um, but uh, <laughs> is an adaptation of the USA Wrestling logo, um, which USA Wrestling is an organization that helps promote freestyle and Greco-Roman wrestling to uh, wrestlers in America. Um, so it helps you get more of an international style because America is the only country pretty much on the planet that does uh, folk style, which is what you would typically see in high school or college. Uh, so we try and get them international style through style and Greco-Roman. And I'm very proud of being a Pennsylvania wrestler because Pennsylvania has the best wrestling in the country. Uh, and so basically I took the logo that was the USA Wrestling logo and adapted it to Pennsylvania and tattooed it on my leg because amateur wrestling was a major uh, part of my life and it changed who I was as a person and it built character. And I will Always, always, always be thankful that I wrestled. <laughs> You're going to love this next question from Sarah. Really? <laughs> uh, David. <laughs> Sarah Sarah wants to know, are you single? <laughs> oh, oh, this is, uh, I like to uh, try and keep my personal, my personal stuff more personal. But thanks, Sarah, for the question. But, uh, yeah, I like to keep my personal life personal. <laughs> Okay. Well, sorry about that, Sarah. You're not going to get that answer. <laughs> and last question is, uh, would there ever uh, – this, okay, this comes from Thomas uh, from Pennsylvania. Uh, he wants to know, is there ever a chance to see the Juicy product reunite? Yeah, so let's pay for it. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go, Thomas. Uh, so basically, <laughs> thank you for all the fans who wrote uh, questions in our chat room uh, for that. Uh, Christina, is there anything else you want to ask Mr. Starr? I think uh, me and you had both covered all the bases possible. Uh, again, I do want to thank you, Mr. Starr, for coming on to our, our lovely show here and giving us the time to, to ask you these questions. And I am uh, looking forward to seeing what's up next for you. And, yeah, and, again, congratulations on your uh, WXW championship. Oh, cool. Well, thanks, Sarah. I appreciate it. Um, you can check out more WXW at WXWNow.de, which is the WXW Now 
subscription program, and it's awesome. It has pretty much all of their, their footage and stuff. It's a really great uh, uh, subscription package with uh, all of their stuff. Awesome. And again, just to plug one last time, BCW Christmas with a Vengeance, the WCW, I mean WXW, sorry, the, the oh, wow, WCW, WXW Shotgun, <laughs> WXW Shotgun yeah, Championship <laughs> will be defended by Mr. Starr against the elite athlete Mike Orlando and, of course, Cheeseburger uh, coming up at BCW Christmas with a Vengeance. Uh, make sure you purchase those tickets. Uh, David, before you go, let's do some plugs. Where can, you, sure. uh, where can fans catch you, you know, on social media? How can bookers get a hold of you for any inquiries? And, of course, we know you're going to be at Christmas with a Vengeance, but where else can fans catch you next live? Sure. Uh, me out at uh, theproductbs.com which has direct links to my merchandise stores at bottomlinemerch.com slash davidstar and uh, pressingkeys.com slash davidstar uh, you can check me out on social media as well at theproductbs that's snapchat, instagram, twitter uh, facebook me, davidstar um, and yeah that's pretty much that and then as far as where I'm wrestling next, obviously it's Friday BCW and uh then in, uh, that's in Queens, New York, and then the next day I'm at Legacy Wrestling in Mannheim, Pennsylvania. I'm wrestling Sammy Callahan. Uh, then on Sunday I'm in North Carolina for PWX, uh, which I'm wrestling Chip Day, which is awesome. I'm super excited to wrestle Chip. Uh, and um, then what am I doing the week after that? I think then I... On the 27th of December, I'm at Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment in Atlanta, Georgia, and they have show of the year three. Uh, I'm wrestling Michael Elgin for the first time ever. Um, and then I believe there's a show uh, for Beyond Wrestling on the 29th in Providence, Rhode Island. Uh, I don't think they announced my opponent yet, but that should be a fun one when it gets announced. You'll see. Um, yeah, and I pretty much wrap up my 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just that, just only that, and 2017 yeah. is probably even going to be more packed uh, as I it is. So. As the, now, now, I have to say, with one of your plugs, I am at your Pro Wrestling Tees uh, website, which I want to buy one of your shirts, and I have no idea which one to buy because I'm looking at the Look At It t-shirt that you sport almost at every show, but then I'm looking at the King of Taunts. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, trying one. to figure People out. People love the purple one. I'm trying to figure out, guys, make sure you do visit this website, man. David Starr has a lot of great designs that you'll love that you could even wear for your own personal self, like the King of Tons t-shirts. Uh, make sure you you go to prowrestlingtees.com backslash David Starr. These shirts are phenomenal. And uh, <laughs> thank you very much, Mr. Starr, for joining us here. Again, I meant no disrespect from the previous topic we were talking about. I just had to segue <laughs> okay, you, bro. Man. It's all good, man. Oh, and also don't forget about Bottom Line Merch, too. BottomLineMerch.com slash David Starr is pretty awesome. And they got a lot of great stuff all over Bottom Line Merch, too. So don't forget that and don't neglect that website, either. It's great. It's great stuff. All right. Well, I'm definitely buying one. I'm getting myself a Christmas gift by buying myself a David Starr T-shirt. So that's all I'm saying. Agreed. (laughs) I agree. Hey, George, don't don't forget about me now, okay? Yeah, yeah, get her one too. Oh, good. 
and you should pay for it. <laughs> yeah, because I forgot I have to pay for everything for her. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, thank you so very much, Mr. Starr, for joining us here tonight. I appreciate it again. I hope you have a great night, and maybe we could do this round another time again, third round. That'd be great, man. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, a lot of fun. All right, man. Have a great one, Mr. Starr. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Guys, that was Mr. David Starr. What a professional. That that man, jeez. Okay, I, I'm like out of breath just talking to him. Fan yourself. <sighs> I know it was a big deal for you, George. Just fan yourself. Take a deep breath. Collect your thoughts. Oh, I want to buy a shirt now. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but ba- uh, no, I am definitely buying a shirt. But uh, I, eventually, eventually, uh, I'll have to wait till I get paid this Friday. But definitely, guys, make sure you purchase your tickets at Eventbrite.com for BCW's Christmas with a Vengeance, where you can meet David Starr in person. And on top of that, there's some great packages where you can meet him, get an autograph, and even take a photo with him. Do not miss out on those great packages, guys. All you have to do is go eventbrite.com and of course you will see all that information there. Christina, this was a phenomenal episode. I have gotten nonstop messages from many, many fans, many listeners saying how great that you are and how great this team was. So congratulations on surviving on a two-person team tonight. Of course. I mean, you know, I'm on the total package here. I mean, don't get me wrong. There is a, I mean, there is a dent without my my breakfast babe here with me, Millie. But thank God she was able to to find the time and her training schedule to call in. And thank you to all the listeners messaging in uh, to us with your questions, comments, and please continue to message on. Uh, send us more messages. Uh, you know about the um, possible upcoming promo battle between our very own Millie and our very own Matthew. Uh, and of course, and I will see you guys next week for another fantastic show. Well, yeah, I definitely, definitely, by the way, guys, next week is the super show. That's it. It's going to be our last episode of 2016. We'll be off for two weeks, but what a way to end it as we're ending it with a bang in the, the Party Express with Aldo Rose. Man, are you excited for that one? Oh, I I cannot wait. I'm literally chomping at the bit until next week. I'm counting down the hours, the minutes, the seconds. I am excited. You guys should tune in. It's going to be a fantastic, fun show, just like it always is here at Reality Check. And it doesn't disconnect you. It It disconnects me for the Jeopardy countdown song, but it doesn't disconnect you. Because Injustice. I'm the greatest. You're the, I'm the greatest, not you. Get it right. Fans, oh listeners, boy. write in, please, and tell me how much of an injustice this is right now, that I get disconnected and he does not. Oh, boy. And Millie has called back once again. Let's see what she has to say for these last 20 minutes that we have of airtime. We are now on archive mode. Millie, what's up? Ah, you answer. I'm finally at the gym, but what I definitely have to say about, uh, on behalf of myself and Lorraine to Christina, um, definitely she's just done a phenomenal job. Like, super, super, like, 
she's out of the ordinary. Um, you know, we couldn't be any more happy, Christina, to actually have you on the team. To, and that's all jokes aside. This is, um, you know, from, a, from two COOs to a co-host. Um, you know, it's just, I'm, I, I was actually blown away. And George can tell you as I was uh, writing him. <laughs> Well, my cheeks are as red as Santa Claus right now. <laughs> well, Millie sounds like oh. she's crying, feeling like she's so happy someone actually lived up to her name on this show. <laughs> Not, uh, now, now, and, and, and this is no more calls, and I'm banding um, Mr. Matthew from ever calling in. And so we have something settled and written down in paper, Mr. George Alonzo. You hear me? Okay. Is that understood? Okay. Well, because, we'll, we'll oh. see because the fans are the fans are asking for uh, for uh, all I gotta say is that promo battle after I announced it. Just saying. Um. And and thank you for that one, uh, my friend, because I did, I definitely want to murder you for that one. Definitely do, and you know why. And Christina knows definitely why. But that's enough said, and the whole. How Matthew likes to say, don't need votes. With our mouth open, people listen. Really? Because last time I checked, all we hear is womp, 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 womp. You know, do you remember Charlie Brown? Do you remember Charlie Brown, the teacher? Yeah, that's what I hear. Y- yeah. I hear Matthew's voice. Okay, yeah, that's what I hear when I hear Matthew's voice. So, yeah, so. What? Matthew, you're definitely not the greatest, nor are you awesome, and nor are you glorious, because, again, I'm the one who's made you, and you need to realize who's superior and who's inferior, and that would be me. You made him, and you can break him, Millie. I am totally (laughs) on your side with this. Someone shoot me now. Millie, thank you very much. Let's go ahead and close up the show. Okay. Good night, Millie. All right. So, guys, let's go ahead and close up the show. For everyone who didn't uh, tune in earlier, make sure you purchase your tickets at for House of Glory uh, this coming Saturday at hogwrestling.net. Again, like how Christina was mentioning earlier, has nothing to do with pigs wrestling, okay? It's actual professional wrestling. So hogwrestling.net. And, by the way, I looked up hogwrestling.com, Christina. And it was pigs. <laughs> so <Yes>. let's. <laughs> so. Sorry, I was just really happy I was right about that. I would be really, really upset if it was just some like, I don't know, some small independent. Someone just took the the website just because they could to be a jerk about it. But I'm so happy yeah. it was pigs. Oh, it was a logo of pigs and everything. But anyway, it was actually – anyway, I, I, I don't need to get into that. Uh, so hogwrestling.net to purchase your tickets on that. And also, guys, make sure you purchase your tickets for this coming Friday's Christmas with a Vengeance uh, featuring David Starr, Pinky Sanchez, or uh, Mike Orlando, Cheeseburger, and so many other stars. Again, you can purchase that at eventbrite.com or even on our own website at realitycheckradio dot online where you have the direct link to purchase your tickets there for many many great packages that we have for you the fans now christina let's go ahead and do our plugs before we go 
I know you're new to this. You have never done a plug. So, Christina, basically what I'm going to ask you to do is go ahead and plug yourself, plug how people can follow you on social media, and, and, and so on and so forth. All right. Well, um, if you want to check me out on Facebook, my name is Christina with a C-H, not a C-R. I am not Spanish, uh, regardless of what people may think. But Christina is C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. My last name is Harrell, H-A-R-R-E-L-L. If you want to find me on Instagram, I am there as well. And uh, the username's a little complicated, but I'll try my best to explain that. Uh, my username for Instagram is Tuna, T-U-N-A, Tuba, like the instrument, Contra Bassoon, again, like the instrument again. It is a very weird nickname. It is an inside joke among friends. But again, my Instagram handle is Tuna Tuba Contra Bassoon. Check that out. I do have fun pictures. I've had pictures from uh, last week at Fest. I did get a chance to meet with um, the current Fest champion now, Sue Young, and she was gracious enough to let me hold the Fest championship belt, which is technically the first title belt I've ever had to hold. For, for that, Sue Young, I thank you if you're listening. And uh, Snapchat, you can follow me on Snapchat as well. You can just search my name for that as well. Follow me, like me, all of that above. Send your comments, your questions, your concerns to Reality Check Radio on Facebook. I'm looking forward to, to hearing more from you guys. I am getting ready to go watch Raw and hopefully uh, hear what Kevin Owens has to say about this, this debacle now. Uh, yeah, and you and me both. But basically, guys, also I got something to tell you here, Kristen. You're going to see it on social media. But, again, the the wave of support for you keeps on coming. And listen to this, Lorraine put, what a great show tonight on Reality Check. Christina did a awesome job, and we couldn't be more proud of her and of her being part of Reality Check Radio family. So... The support keeps on piling in for you, and I couldn't be more proud of you. And uh, I'm very, very happy for you to be joining this family. And, and I really, really seeing this show take off with a whole bunch of great professionals on here, including Millie, Lorraine, and yourself. I am 100% honored. I thank all of our listeners, all of our fans. Uh, I thank you. I'm humbled. I'm honored. And keep it coming. I like it. I like hearing it. I like reading it. Keep it coming. <laughs> Just don't fill it up too much, please, because, God forbid, I don't need her to grow an ego, and I'm seeing her tomorrow for coffee. Shoot me. <laughs> so, so <laughs> guys, <laughs> make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash realitycheck.com. Pod or visit our website at realitycheckradio.online that Millie Cruz is so honored and so great and making for us our web designer. And, of course, guys, make sure you do not miss next week's episode, our final episode of 2016 with Aldo Rose, a.k.a. Adam Rose, will be here on the show. And then the first episode of 2017, the promo battle between Aldo Rose and Justin Overstreet that our own Christine over here will be moderating in that show. I won't be here. Rick won't be here. Millie won't be here. It'll just be Christina and Aldo Rose and Justin Overstreet. God, the pressure's so on. Oh, Lord. I'm excited. <laughs> the pressure the pressure is on, as you could hear from my, my voice and, and the, the groan I just let out. 
the pressure is on, but that makes me strive even further. That makes me work even harder. So I am excited to give the fans what they want, and that is a reality check. That, that was a, that was a perfect plug. I'm just saying that was perfect. That that was a perfect plug. Oh my god, I yeah. I, I can't even I can't even close up any. Wow, holy cow! Stay real, folks. Just holy cow! Show. Great job. Great. Show's oh over my now. god. Okay, but oh. thank you all for joining us. Remember to come back next Monday at 6 p.m. right here on Block Talk Radio and get your dose of reality check.